Hammer, and Penny. Right. Now, most people, in reciting this, would stick with the dialogue. Pam switches over to the choking sounds that um, Dr. Horrible. Dr. Horrible is making, and I commented about this, saying most normal people wouldn't do that, but she's doing the other thing. And, and then, when Jay heard this, he said, well, she is rather good at the choking sounds. Okay. Oh, and I proceeded to run into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> See, and it wasn't even intended that way. <laughs> and he's sticking to that. <laughs> you work your brain without even trying. You can hear us? You can hear us? Welcome to Behind the Screams, live from Baltagon 46, with the cast of HG World. Are we ready? All right. Welcome to Balticon version of Behind the Screams. Are we still calling it that, Jay? <laughs> something better. It's been a little while since we recorded. I feel like crap personally right now. <laughs> I spent uh, I spent the morning rather than two of my panels that I was supposed to be at. I was uh, working on my abs while I was inspecting the inside of the toilet in my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and did the inside of your toilet pass inspection? Uh, in the beginning, yes, and afterwards it was in rough shape. <laughs> so all this voice that we've been hearing for all these years, we finally get the reality behind Lincoln, <laughs> Boy Scout, overachiever, yeah. drunker. I blame yeah. I blame Norm Sherman. He's the one that kept me up really. Is he the one who fed you the alcohol? Or yes. Uh, among other people. I don't really know what I drank. He fed you other people? That's really kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. And especially if you saw the people. Yeah. But uh, we have a whole bunch of people here. We're in the courtyard of the hotel. Uh, on, what, day two, three? Day, day two for me. Three overall. It's day three. There are four days. Awesome. Tomorrow's fourth day four. Should we just go around quick and have people say hello? Why don't we start with you, Jay? Hi, I'm Jay Smith. I'm the creator, writer, producer, and, well, ironically, slacker on the show. <laughs> hey, every show needs one. Yeah, I'm Laura Nicole. I'm the voice of Shiva Vesta and Aaron on HG World. I am Keith Arreta Candido. I'm the voice of Todd Rage. I'm Carol Stokes, and I'm the voice of Ruby. I'm M. Sierra Garcia. I'm the voice of Sarge. I'm Rebecca Rhinus. I'm the voice of Ronnie. That's it. Oh, we got a and Max somebody, somebody with the noise canceling earphones. Yeah. Mike has direct sunlight on the back of his head, so he may freak out at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna slowly melt over. Or there. burst into flames. <laughs> we've been trying to get this set up for like the last hour. But Captain Grant is here in spirit, and he's gonna continue to be his quiet self as and, usual. And he's also making very entertaining gestures over there that you can't see because this is a podcast. Hey, 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 hey! Oh, that finger up. You never know when man is Jack. <laughs> we don't know where that finger's been, Mike. Dear. Yeah. Alright, so we're at Balticon. Why don't we talk Balticon a little bit? Balticon! Why, why don't you give an overview, Jay? What have you thought about the few days you've been here? Well, this is our second day here, and I, I've never seen a, a, a... Granted, I've never been to like more than ten podcast or conventions, but uh, the, the concentration of podcasters and audio dramatists and voice actors has just been overwhelming. It's been a great experience to network, but just to meet other people who are as crazy and or stupid as we are to do what we do... It's nice to have that that uh, support network. Right. You have a, a guest behind you. Oh, we we do yes. have Veronica. We have another we have another cast member. Who? Oh my god! <laughs> Live podcasting. We're timing out. We're timing out. Wow. 
Okay, we're good. All right, we're back on live. Uh, I'd like to welcome to the group Veronica Jaguer. Hey, Veronica. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? I'm good. You guys are the wrong applause. Yeah. We're right near near, um, Devo Spice and Insane Ian having their concert, which is right on the other side of the door from the courtyard here, so we get occasional bits of applause floating through. And we're just going to imagine that it's us. Because it is for us. It's totally for us. Yeah. Because we're awesome. Clearly. Yes. So we're uh, just talking about Balticon in general right now. We just started. So uh, Jay was just saying a little bit, just you know, giving his impression of it. I mean, it's a great place for me because I can't turn a corner without running into somebody who I know their voice, but I've never met before. So it's been pretty awesome in that regard. Mm-hmm. How about you, Keith? Because you've been to quite a lot of conventions in your life, right? Uh, I mean, yes, this is about my 900th one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm mostly here as, as in, in my guise as an author. I've got a book launching this weekend, a uh, couple of precincts, and um, uh, I've been here, you know, promoting promoting my books and, and doing stuff, and also, you know, talking about the podcasting stuff. We actually did a really cool panel that I that I completely crashed uh, <laughs> the, uh, called Dynamic Audio. Uh, dynamic voice acting. Dynamic voice acting. Thank you, Laura. And uh, it it was that was tremendous fun. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I've only just started. I, I usually do a lot of panels at conventions. I've only just in the last year started doing stuff relating. To the podcasting and to the audio drama, yeah, yeah, and it's 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 been tremendous fun, as Jay said, finding people who are just as you know completely batshit crazy as we are, and um, uh, and also getting getting I've actually gotten to meet more people who I didn't know what they looked like before, like Laura, like Veronica, and like him, um, who I had not met prior to this week, and you, Brian, actually, yeah, also yeah. I, I, the Stokes, I knew, uh, <laughs> Jay, I knew obviously, and the yeah. other one, and Evan and I have been and, trying and, and to get together for. The past three Balticons, and every time something came up, and so this time I was like, I'm meeting M, I'm meeting Jerry, I'm meeting Mike, I'm meeting <laughs> Brian and Keith, and I already knew Veronica, so yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> icing on the cake. So there was there was no thrill there at all. No, no thrill. Yeah, that, that voice act. I watched that voice acting panel. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a part two the, the, tonight. What's the name of the moderator? I forgot his name. Uh, uh, White. Uh, Alex, Alex White. That was the guy we beat in the parsecs, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to say Sing. that? <laughs> but it was, I think somebody in who organized it knew. They're like, they're in each, they're, they're in that show, they're, oh, well, this could be fun. It actually was fun. I, he did a wonderful job yeah. of coming up with, really um, and I didn't mean to, to slam him like that. That was mean. I'm sorry. Michael. Yeah, no, but the, he, did, he did, was it four scenes we did all together? Five. Five. Right. Five scenes where we'd read it one way, and then with the exact same words, read it with a completely different scenario as the background, and so it changed every single line reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, my favorite was the one where it was the dorm room one. Yes, where the first Daddy. reading, the the the, the female, it's, it's, uh, it was all male and female. The the female character was uh, a, a girl who's, who hasn't seen her father in two years because he's been off uh, being a soldier Wait, somewhere, yeah. and. Um, is, is as a dropped in for a surprise visit to her at her dorm, and she's incredibly thrilled and, and happy, and yay, daddy's here. And, and then the second reading, and then the he, second reading, daddy oh. makes her traumatized because daddy is the nickname of an evil serial killer. Yes, and mm-hmm. so uh, that was very creepy. That was me and Mike, and for the second reading, <laughs> they made me turn around so that I could professionally act and do my. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> yes. What do you want? 
Maybe I don't want you here anymore. Yes. I should Mike. say for the record that Mike an awesome serial killer. One <laughs> star. He was channeling his inner Jack. That's the man. That's Jack coming out. <laughs> that's the man you married. Right. Jack and Ruby. Yeah. I could see them role playing that exact scene. Oh, are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Ruby uh, would eat uh, it. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. You. Uh, you. And Becca's. Hi, Mom. Hi, sweetie. And Becca's only completely traumatized. Becca, the therapy panel is right over there. Okay. Sorry. I'll make my way over. So I'm really curious how the second part of that. There's a second part of that voice acting panel tonight. Oh, there is. Yeah, and it's it's hosted by this time it's Norm Sherman of the Drabblecast, and the panel is Veronica and I. I, wanna, I can't. I can't wait. I'm like. Okay. I talked to Norm. I got really drunk with Norm last night, and I asked him. Was there anybody you didn't get drunk with? I asked. Uh, okay. Not Rebecca, yeah. <laughs> not Rebecca. I was getting drunk with a completely different set of people. And uh, I asked him. So what? What's your plan? Like, like. Uh, because I was like, are you going to do the same kind of thing that, that uh, the other guy did in the first half? He's like, what did he do? <laughs> and I explained like the, the idea of doing the script with different directions, so it would mean completely different things. He's like, oh, that's a great idea. So I have no idea what his plan is for, t- for tonight. Well, it may have changed <laughs> Exactly. Hmm. So he might be scribbling away right now. That's crap. I wasn't that also. Yes. Should be good. Uh, if it's related to the to the Drabblecast in any way, it's going to be strange. That's all, yeah. that's all I can expect. Well, he has a. I mean, he also has a lot of Drabblecast reading tonight at eleven. Awesome. Yes, and it, it's going to be one of those. If you've ever been tormented having to watch your children's television shows on Nickelodeon, you will appreciate it and be scarred for life. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> and sadly, none of you we're listening we're to this stuck. are going to be able to experience it, so give me a time out. Yes. Yay. Yay. Time out. All right, well, and Rebecca has vanished. <laughs> she has disappeared like the wind. She blew her stepfather's ears out with uh, the chair, so she's been put in time out. <laughs> it is a family affair. It is. <laughs> so let's go around the room again, talk a little bit about, you know, what what you're doing at Balticon thing. Why don't we start with you? Oh, um, this is my first time here, and I was really wanted to get to know more of the people in the podcast community, a lot more of the, the actors, the writers, the producers, and to learn a little bit more as I get into it. I work on a, I write another show on a different little group, and I know that I'm pretty green, and so this exposure to all this great creativity has been, it's been really exciting. I've learned so much. It's, it's been, it's been a blast. I've also learned that if you don't dress up in a costume enough, you get glared at. <laughs> but if you have authentic props, it's kick-ass for anybody who knows it. Yes. Like me. Right. Just Fair the glares of derision for not being, like, wearing something fantastical makes me... Well, no, somebody sad. thought you were a real cop. So. Yeah, that's right. That's so true. She, she's, walking, she's been walking around with a little free, sergeant's badge. You got so. your free coffee out of it. I did. I got a free coffee at McDonald's this morning because I was wearing my GCPD badge. Mm. I didn't realize I had it on. And the girl said, oh, well, you know, we have a discount for police. And I was just like, the secretary, what? <laughs> She's like, oh, so I just said, thank you. And then I got my free coffee and I got my dollar egg McMuffin. 
Nice. Awesome. Awesome. How about you, Carol? Um, well, I primarily came because this is a big deal for Mike. This is um, his second con to come to as a panelist. And the uh, one that's much bigger focused in the whole podcasting and audio drama field. So he was very excited to be able to come. I'm speaking for him a little bit because he's... He's our director and you know engineer here, and so he was very very excited to have that opportunity, you know, uh, and to you know meet up with you, Brian, and get mm -hmm. to see you know get to see Jay, get to meet once again a lot of the voices that we hear, along with the bodies they belong to. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Now he's oh. only he's only interested from the neck up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, so I came with and. I definitely was looking forward to it. I've been a science fiction fan since I was in like fourth grade. Mm -hmm. So for me to just go anywhere like this is just fun because all around are people who are enjoying those same things and that same genre of, of, uh, of material that I've grown up with. Um, I do a couple of voices in um, HG World. I'm now also doing a couple of voices in a couple of uh, other productions. I'm definitely interested in doing more, mm -hmm. um, audio, you know, vocal work and audio work. I'm not. I have a theater background, and I'm not at a point where I want to go out and actually be acting live on stage at this point. But audio acting is yep, you know, yep. terrific. I mean, you're doing it in your jeans. your schedule, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great. So yeah, I'm really and boy, just hearing people talk about their own projects and other. Uh, you know, people out there producing their own productions is can't help but be interesting and inspiring, and you know, make you want to go home and really get back into yours, and, and you know, and as an actor, to find out what else is out there that you know I could be doing. Cool, cool. So, okay, Keith. direction, 140 words. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet it, baby. <laughs> no, that's 140 characters. Yeah, well, true. Um, Actually, one of the things I wanted to mention was... Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he is 140 characters. Oh, 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 oh. The jokes will be here all week. Yes. yes, and don't forget to tip your waiters, otherwise they'll never fall down. The, um... Ooh. <laughs> is it like you didn't get sound effect right there. <laughs> See what you did there. Sometimes people laugh at that joke. Obviously, this is not one of those times. Anyway. I'm not drunk enough to get it yet. Okay, fair enough. The, <laughs> Balticon was actually the first convention I ever went to where I'd even heard of podcasting. Um, the Balticon podcast had been going on since like before anybody knew what a podcast was, and um, I think that's part of the reason why it's been, you know, it, it's particularly a place where a lot of them come to. Um, a lot of the people who uh, are involved with the Parsec Awards are people who've been coming to this convention. In fact, several of the administrators are here, and yeah. uh, the, and and the reason why the deadline for submissions is is Memorial Day weekend is because that's Balticon. You know, it, it, it sort of ties to that. Um, this is always uh, this particular convention has always been really supportive of, of things like that, of podcasts and of, of um, uh, and of also like uh, smaller endeavors like that. I'm, I'm the tonight, right after we're done with this, I'm going to be part of a book launch for about eight books being published by Dark Quest Books, which is a small press that I've been uh, out of New Jersey that's been publishing my um, fantasy police procedurals, and um, the the it's. Balticon's always been really. There's a whole bunch of small press book launches all over this weekend, and, and mm -hmm. it's it's nice to see that 
support for you know people people who aren't necessarily making flipping great watches of cash from it, but are trying to get their stuff out there, and and you know that applies to the podcast community as much as to the small press writing communities. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this weekend I've done most of my panels. So I only have one more left, but I've been you know, promoting my voice acting and, and everything like that. Uh, I've even put out a short story on CD. Um, and then I also did a couple of voice acting panels. I did a writer's guide to guns panel, which was a lot of fun because I've been writing a story with a character who's never used a gun. is very resistant to using guns, but she's forced into that scenario, having that kind of experience from um, the military. It's definitely helpful and I get to see the psychology unfold in my writing. Um, other than that, the next panel that I have is Stargazers Live, which is going to feature actually one, two, three, four, five of the people that are on this cast. So, um, yeah, so rehearsal in my room later. And, um, yeah. I will provide the booze. How? How's my singer? Yours and fingers. That way. Right, Brian, uh, you're gonna. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You were, and so that's um, yeah. I love this this thing. You're next, but I'm getting a wave signal to stop for a second. Oh. All right, oh, we're back live. So, Veronica, what are you doing at Balticon? I'm sitting out the patio. Um, I, I tell my kids that I'm working. This is a working thing because last year was my first Balticon and I was trying to meet people so I could do more voice work. And literally when I went home, within like, you know, two days, I got all these emails, hey, we met you, hey, can you read for us here, can you read for us here? Because while I write with one title, I say that I read for everybody. If you can't have voice, find me, I will read for you. Um, so I'm, you know, connecting with people. I'm realizing the worst anyone can tell me is no or no thank you when I say, hey, I want to read for you. So if I catch somebody who's like, I'm terrified of you, but worst you can say is no. Hi, I'm Veronica. Here's my card. This is what I sound like. I can sound even better. I can make you sound really good. Uh, or, you know. Whatever. So. <laughs> That's good. What <laughs> the sun, I'm getting baked by the sun out here. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to use a You cut sucker. We really want to see here how you sound when you're unhinged. Well, we want the sun to spoil your hair. No, I'm not. There are hinges. He's still partially hinged. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm here to celebrate. I, and this has been three years of, of nothing but uh, a buttload of fun. I, we, I, I write the thing. And everything I've ever written has been a stack of pages. It's been a submission that went nowhere, uh, a couple of small press ventures, but I grew up in communications and theater where it's nothing unless you have a bunch of people bringing their own talents to make it better than what you put on the page. So coming here and just learning from everybody else is one thing, but then to meet Em and Laura Finally and, and Veronica and celebrate with you guys who I've, I've seen before, that's why I'm here. I brought my family, we're hanging out. Um, and just just to, to thank people like Laura, uh, Laura, when she came on, helped move us to another level of production. And that, that was very true of M, and it's very true of Veronica, and Brian coming in as a producer, uh, Keith for boosting the show and being the Greek chorus, and of course, Michael Stokes, 
who, if not for Mike, I'd be still recording this on a Fisher Price. <laughs> <laughs> Parsec would have been, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. So it, it, for me, it's nice to meet other people who are doing the same crazy shit we're doing. <laughs> Maybe not in the same way, but you know, it, it, it's it's great. It's validation, and I get to drink heavily without kids around. So yeah. bonus. Win win. Yes. And the sun just went behind the clouds, and we all Aww. breathe the sigh of There's a breeze. There is a breeze. I can actually see people again. It's like all of you were like back. Nice. And what are you doing at Baltimore? Well, being under 21 and not really having a job, I'm neither drinking nor looking for business opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> um, but aside from that, you had a yeah, better morning than I did. <laughs> having fun with people, meeting everyone of this crazy cast, um, not feeling like a freak as I often do amongst my peers. Um, because, yeah, you, you fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And we're glad to have you. Yes. Make me blush. And then you guys all missed her doing her comedy Irish accent earlier. So. Oh, we don't need to go back to that. <laughs> no, it was great. It was. It was quite I'm good. I'm glad y'all liked it. We did. We were going to actually have another episode this weekend, but we, we ran into some technical difficulties. We're actually redoing the very first episode of HG World in the flesh. Yeah. Which was done in a Fisher Price kids recording. Oh my god. And it it's sounded so, that way. It's but. so funny to think back. I mean, I think back because you have to understand that it's it's all put together in my basement. Okay. <laughs> right. When you come down the stairs, here's the big long table with, you know, like three computers and a keyboard and the mixer and the microphones and all this stuff. We didn't have any of that stuff when when yeah. we started this, you know, and it's it's all a system that Mike has built up over yeah. the last couple of years, and so we were doing it. We had like a couple regular old microphones that I don't think we use for anything anymore. Mm. <laughs> you know, and it was like we we recorded the prologue. You know, uh, Keith sent in his early Todd Rage. You know, I, 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 I did it on a, on a crappy little yes, handheld digital yeah. mic, which I, a digital I recorder did, rather. Um, I did uh, the news anchor. You know, as they were doing that documentary prologue right. and stuff, and then into this first one where we're recording and getting lines in, and everybody recording a different way. So yeah. it was like this tremendous patchwork of everyone's different sounds and sound systems and backgrounds and microphones, and Mike going, What? <laughs> yeah. And him learning on the fly, and, um, and but watching it come together then was amazing and intense and listening to it just going oh my god what an incredible thing is starting to happen here mm -hmm. you know and now it simply keeps going and growing and developing and we yeah. keep getting new and more people and the technology yeah. is advancing yeah. Yeah. You know, Mike has learned so much. Jay's learned so much. It's so Jay's much a fantastic writer, but he's he's got a learning curve just like everybody else because you're like, oh, this is what happens when you have this many people, mm -hmm. and this is what happens when you have to only have so many locations because you know sometimes you just can't be everywhere at once, and 
you, you learn those things as well. For what it's worth, I haven't learned anything. <laughs> well, I think I'm still recording well, on the crappy handhelds. And you're living in the damn cabin. How are you going to learn anything? Yeah. <laughs> but the other things are, you know, that we've got so much more additional creativity coming into yeah. um, this, especially, you know, Mike has, Mike doesn't get enough credit for all the stuff that he does, and Scott Pig is still working yep. with us as well. Um, sound engineers, they don't just, you know, pick some stock sound effects and throw them in there. They create these sounds. Mm -hmm. so they create the music yeah, and exactly. score the music and perform it and, and put it out there. So it's not just taking the stock stuff that you hear over and over and again. It, it's, it's a real true collaboration of people's ingenuity. And yes, I, that's why I love being a part of it, and I just don't have the time to do it anymore, and I miss it. <laughs> well, and, and even with the advances and everything, you're still dealing with, you know, 25 people with 25 computers and 25 different programs absolutely. and 25 different microphones and, and 25 different backgrounds all, There, there you know. tends to be a little more, I think, um, synchronicity now, at least because oh, yeah. there's at least guidelines have been kind of worked up. And, and now, at least out of the gate, people who are new out of the gate or new to the show, you know, kind of are at least starting at a, here's our minimum requirements, this is what we really need you to be shooting for so that I can then work with it. I'm speaking once again for him. And, uh, <laughs> you do that a lot. I do. Yes. Um, whereas in the very beginning, truly, it was something. like, ah, maybe, maybe I'll give him a son. <laughs> <laughs> now? now that's that, just crazy talk. <laughs> and then I'll have him. Yeah, an audio play because even Ethan, even our nine-year-old son, has has a small part. And you know, you're committed when you start having children just to fill a role that you know. Is kind of <laughs> oh dear God! Make this role five years in the future. Let's have a baby. Yes. I uh, I know. I work for the Dune Steve and Big Anklevich just had his second kid, and I told him, record those cries. You might need them later. <laughs> <laughs> I remember an afternoon where they they spent time. Uh, Squishing and eating yes. really messy oranges and and then like crunchy veggie sticks and stuff so they could have like breaky bone noises and slurpy gross noises. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> we just, was we're classy people. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the reason I bring up In the Flesh is because it, it was great to hear all of these actors again two years on to see how they've developed. Uh, even Keith, who uh, basically gets drunk and turns on his microphone and <laughs> <laughs> sounds even better. But now, are you a method actor? <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's your method? This method is this <laughs> But I mean, it's a very small cast, and it was um, Hicks, Ronnie, uh, Gray, who played wonderfully by Stacy Dukes, oh, wow. um, Keith, and uh, a couple of uh, zombie chowder. Roy and Carl. <laughs> and I did Carl initially, and I really hated it, so I handed it over <laughs> to Brian, who did a much better job. But yeah, even M, when you redid your lines, it, 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 you can tell you've, you've worked in other projects and you've come along fantastically. It just sounds like a completely different show. It also gets comes from knowing the character a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I was I was just thinking the same um, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I run into that because I do. You know, I work with a lot of different people, and you can see some people that can just flip voices from one thing to the next, and they're used to doing that. And some people, they just don't really get into it as much. It's like, for example, I work with uh, a few. My brother is an actor, and his wife. Uh, is also into acting, but she's she takes a bit of coaching to get her to the place that 
you know, she's gotten better over time, but she's recording for the audiobook that I'm doing as one of the main characters. And, and uh, it, it would take 10, 12 takes early on to really get her to get the emotion for a line or something. And then when we go back a month later and go back and let's do that scene again, just first take. You know, and it comes from getting to know the character and getting a sense of... Because uh, you're working with these people to tell a story, and, and if they don't really know the story, you have to get to the place where they understand what piece they are to really deliver it. Otherwise, you're just, they're just doing themselves, reading the lines. So, but In the Flesh is personally really cool to me because, you know, I guess it would make sense, but the first episode I ever heard was the first episode uh, in its original form. How weird! <laughs> but this was years ago. I was, uh, I was at Princeton at the time, uh, and I was in my apartment and just, you know, listening to it while I probably playing Warcraft or something. <laughs> and uh, most of our target audience would be. Yeah. And, and a lot of the way I consume podcasting is that I just try out shows. I, I just, you know... Uh, oh, I've heard you, it's kind of kind of like a random walk. This show mentions that show, or or you do a search for for it, and also listen by shows up in iTunes, uh, or also you know. And so I, I just sort of developed this thing where I, I just sort of bounce around, and I, you know, even though yeah, it, if you look at the quality we have now versus the initial one, it was still very compelling to hear some of the actors that were in that first episode. I knew that was something special compared to this backwash of a lot of other things I'd listened to, a lot of them I enjoyed, but that was the only show that I approached and said, you know, do you need some help? This is pretty impressive. Well, and the thing is, I'm I'm catching up. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really bad about listening to podcasts. I will admit that straight up. I will go, I need to listen to that. I need to listen to that. But I don't have the sort of day job that lets me do that. So on those rare times where I can sit and mainline something. So less than six months ago, I heard that first episode. Yeah. I kept listening yeah, yeah. because the story was compelling and the audio work was compelling, the quality, eh. But the thing is, the quality, it works with the type of story. It's a genre that you can you can squeak by, and it works. Yeah. And now I'm coming into this, and I'm getting like the 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 backlot, you know, tour through another character's eyes, and piecing everything together. Going, oh, that's gonna, oh my gosh, that's awesome! Or, oh, I gotta read that. Okay, <laughs> okay. But so, but like the ice skates, connecting the ice skates. I can't wait to see what happens with ice skates. If that happens. So. <laughs> you came pretty close to revealing what that was, yeah. I mean, uh, there's a, a scene in each world, if you haven't listened to that particular one, if you blink, you miss it, or if you, you know, get a phone call, you miss it. Um, Ruby and, and Jack have this really weird relationship that has traumatized their children in real life. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. It's played by Carol and Mike. Uh, and I'm sure you enjoy back and listening. Oh yeah, to listening to their sexual role plays downstairs is great. <laughs> wow. Nothing not makes nine night more. Dude, I'm gonna take a Valium for you. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's a way of. It, I know that the real story of HG World is on hiatus until the Gucci's is over, and the Gucci's is going really well. And we're oh. really enjoying telling Gucci's that particular so much story fun. <laughs> uh, with Jim Patton, who was. Just Freaking brilliant! Yeah, he is. Um, I wish I could work more with that guy. Um, I wish you were here. I'm glad I brought him to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, Where did you fact, find him? I, I used to work with him at uh, at Hester College in New Hampshire. 
Awesome. And he said, I like acting. And as he's moving away, hey, Laura, I want to do more acting like you do. Okay. <laughs> I know this guy named Jay in Harrisburg. Yeah. He writes really weird shit. <laughs> it's right up your alley. Here's a 10 part series where you're in every scene. <laughs> <laughs> be acting alongside Brian Lincoln, who has just about as many lines. But this, the story of uh, Jill Woodbine is something that I really wanted uh, to be able to go back to the listener and say, yeah, the story is still going on in a certain way, the characters still exist. And to be able to tell that from first person through Veronica's performance, I think it, it creates a completely different picture. It's a novel as opposed to what we're trying to write as, as television, really, for, for audio. But I like the Gujis in that it gives the sense that the world is not over. There is a way that the human race survives. We just don't know how. Yeah, I've heard, I've gotten feedback from people. I'm going to stop in a second, uh, saying that they really like the Gujis because, uh, whereas some people get confused with all the characters, Gujis is really one character story, and some people really, really attach to that and, and are loving the series. I do a World of Warcraft. I have copies of it here at the show. Fine, we'll talk. Okay, I do a World of Warcraft. Warcraft. I can't even say it. World of Warcraft podcast. Enunciate, Mr. Lincoln. And yeah, we should have you on sometime and chat about it. That's pretty awesome. Cool. All right. So we were talking about Keith was just going to launch into guest writing for Issue World. I think. Well, you should probably launch first, Jay. Just as just as you're letting other people write Issue World. Oh yeah. Well, yes. well. First, we should say that we just lost Laura and and Veronica to the zombies. We think they rolled under the couch. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're branching out. I love uh, I love Veronica's performance and Jill Woodbine. She's doing a tremendous job. I hope you listen to it. Yeah. Uh, Jim again on Gujis and and Brian especially. You guys carry that show. Um, there's a lot of talent underneath that, it, but it's driven more narrative. And we've opened it up to new writers. Um, Eventually, because Dayton has pesters me from time to time, asking me when the hell we're going to actually do this. <laughs> um, we have three scripts in, and we've got two. Well, yeah, three scripts in, two that need to come in, Keith. Yes, uh, yes. And, uh, that are going to be written by other folks: Dayton Ward, Elizabeth Donald, uh, Terry Osborne, Keith, and actually, I talked to John Drew about it, uh-huh. but. I, I think at one point I got a, yeah, I'm going to do this, but it was never a firm handshake deal or something. You should, well, you should probably pester him about it. Yeah, so, John, if you're listening, I got, <laughs> if you listen to this, I got a hundred bucks for you if you respond. That Not really, work. but I just want to see if you actually listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The one, the one I'm, I'm going to write, if I ever, you know, write it, is actually going to be, surprise, focused on Todd Rage. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, yeah. Write what you know. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and, and what, what, what Brian was saying before, um, about how, you know, the, the advantage of going back to doing In the Flesh is that we all know the characters better. I really feel like I know Todd pretty well at this point. Uh, um, I don't like him very much, but um, but but I know him. And, um, and I'm also, the, the backstory you created for him, uh, particularly with, with what he went through with his wife, um, and, and, and how that informed his life and, and how that changed him. And that, that's the, that's what I wanted to sort of look into, is what basically Todd's life before the zombie apocalypse. And, 
Um, but I just got to sit down. Before he was a grizzled old drunkard. Yes, when, well, yes, when he was a, a fresh-faced young drunkard. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh... Such as myself. Exactly, yes. Or I'm only, you know, male and older. But, aside from that. <laughs> we have birds. birds. Birds are awesome. There are birds. Mike oh, doesn't say birds. anything, but he's probably hearing stuff we've just overlooked. So yeah, yeah. his expression is priceless. Yes. <laughs> it's probably some foul language coming from the room behind us. Oh, we didn't oh, hear anything. Or that. Yes. Oh, because of the birds, you're so funny. Awesome. <laughs> We're also getting a lot of people watching us from the window. It's kind of weird. What the hell are these people doing? Like, dinner and a show. <laughs> Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave, boys. Not boys. Yeah. <laughs> we got we have diners right behind us. Yes. How's oh, your meal? What do you having? Shrimp <laughs> <laughs> <Your> cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting the hairy eyeball from people. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, we got stay here. Here we go. You wanted the window view. Yes. <laughs> All right. Live entertainment. Yes. <laughs> And there was silence. Yes, I was trying to get the birds. Oh, just kidding. Um, so the birds will not leave. How much time do we have? We're going to do another 15 minutes or so? Uh, yeah, we can wrap it up in 10 minutes. All right. We have um, enough material to cover. Did you? You, uh, you did answer that. You answered the Balticon question. Yes, I did. She did. She totally did. Well, Very here's quickly. one for you, because it gets back to that hole in the flesh uh, redo. Yes. Uh, I think of all of us, you have developed the most in terms of your talent and... and Are you uh, saying she was really bad in the beginning? No, <laughs> yeah, thanks. but it was raw. I mean, we handed you a script and you were, just, you were, you were what, I two or three years younger and you were 14. like, what the hell is this crap? And now you're, you're just about ready to graduate high school and the difficult thing for me was to have you sound consistent yeah. with that little girl that read the lines before. We're trying to get that whole... Uh, Daphne kind of Velma Velma I'm a dumbass when it comes to pop culture yeah (laughs) but yeah we wanted to get the nerd we wanted to get the chubby nerd basically and what are you trying to say (laughs) why she gotta be chubby yo I cast I told you a tanker no one's gonna get that but we wanted to create a character that was that was very real and yes. and and very very self conscious. And I know that uh, your performance you you project that. How do you think you've developed in the last three years? That oh, this question. Well, uh, honestly, just figuring out how to get into character more. Obviously, knowing how certain things develop with Ronnie is beneficial. Like seeing how these relationships work out and affect her down the road, then going back to forming these relationships, it was it was definitely interesting. And having the more acting experience obviously helps with that. I had more to say, but now it's not coming out eloquently. <laughs> um, Sorry, you're going into Shatner mode. It's okay. Yeah. And At least your words are in the right order. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I think I've said this before, but I don't know if it was ever recorded, but uh, I work with a lot of people, and I've been really impressed with the way that you've done the role. It's oh, really good. shucks, guys. <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, there are a lot of people that, that do the podcasting thing and are really gung-ho about it, but have a lot to learn about acting. And you can really tell when there are people that come along that you just can tell that they're comfortable. 
Uh, it's just, and some people get there, but it takes some time to get there. And, and Ronnie was very similar to myself. When he said chubby nerd, it's not too far from the truth. Um, oh my God, you were never chubby. I, Kay maybe no, wasn't no, talking no, about no, that. No, I don't refuse but, to hear. But yeah, well, okay, the chubbiness doesn't necessarily fit, but whatever. So, either way, the nerd part, personality aspect of Ronnie is very similar to myself. So getting into that was sort of easier the second time around after well that's a whole other road of self-confidence whatever feeling comfortable with yourself that we don't need to get into but you know just kind of growing up quite frankly because I was 14 and now I'm 17 and there's quite a difference yeah. so uh, yeah you have a lot of performing experience under your yes, belt now, too. You've done a lot more shows getting under your belt. more acting. And, you know, you've done a little up. You've uh, done some other voice acting here and there. You know, not as large a role as Ronnie, but, you know, a little bit here and there. You're like, oh, okay, and I've got to learn to, you know, where I'm yeah. going to modulate and pace and all that kind of things. And so, you know, those three years weren't static. There was a lot of uh, experience going on. You know, even when you're on stage now, too, it's the same thing. You're completely self-assured on stage now, which is, uh, you know. <laughs> that's Carol being stage mom. Yeah. Yes. And that's Becca you. saying, yeah, I'm sure you think that. And <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the auditorium thinks. And that's all you got. I mean, you know, you only have to fake confidence. You don't really have yeah. to be confident. Yes, and I've learned that too, which has also been very beneficial. Yes. Once you fake, once you, yes, it's uh, it's all about sincerity. Once you can fake that. Yeah, you're golden. Yes. Golden. That's awesome. All right, so I wanted to wrap up uh, by bringing Mike into it. Uh, we have dragged Mike kicking and screaming. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I want to say, Mike, it's been a pleasure to work and learn with learn from you for a few years now. Uh, it's also awesome to get to meet you at these things. Uh, it's definitely part of the joy of coming to these things is seeing the people that you talk to and work through the the hard parts with. <laughs> um, you know, the stuff other people don't need to see or hear about, probably, but. Uh, but you know, it's it is a challenge to put together this kind of show where, like we were saying earlier, where all things are recorded separately, and you're competing against people who have studios and bring people into their studios. And by competing, I mean people are not going to know necessarily how these things are made, and they're just going to consider them to be equal. So it's a lot of work, and I think that uh, I think HG World, I mean, it won an award because. It was made to sound like it was studio quality. I, I don't think it would have if it didn't. Um, so, it, and it all comes to you, Mike. You do an awesome job. It's a lot of work, a lot of hours too. So, um, you know, and we all learn. We're talking about actors learning as they go along, but the production is no different. Oh yeah. So I mean, I've learned all this somewhat on the fly. So, if you could go back, would you do it again? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah, I have no no regrets. I would do this again in a heartbeat. Um, I had no intention of getting this, this far involved, but as I got sucked into the story, it was inevitable. So yeah. as with all the rest of us, it's Jay's fault. It's Jay's fault. <laughs> well, it's my wife's fault. She started the whole damn thing. But yeah, I fell in love with the story, and 
I just thought, wow, there's so much more I feel like we can do with the production, and I know that he was trying to do it all, and uh, figured that, you know, clearly his strength was in writing. And not well. <laughs> <laughs> but you did a damn fine job. Given On your Fisher Price audio You thing. had no background in this at all. I mean, writing is your thing, and... Uh, you well, did, he has no background in that either. Well... <laughs> All right, well, just to wrap up, uh, does anyone have any last last words <laughs> for the show? Any last things they want to con contribute? I mean, Thank it's just you. been great to see everybody and, and enjoy Balticon. It's, it's really been fun. It's a genuine thrill and honor yeah. to work with this caliber of, of people. And I'm, it's a... I'm, I'm very. I count myself very lucky. So thank you for the opportunity. I'm just glad I got to meet some more of the people. You know, some more of the people behind the voices. That's been fun. You know, yeah. meeting him and meeting. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wasn't really uh, thrilled about meeting you, but it's all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, it definitely elevated this con for me. I thought it was like really meet these people and you know see them face to face and see them in action a little bit, and that that part was terrific for me. Thank you, Balticon, for inviting us down, and particularly Paul Fisher, who I met at Farpoint and talked up this convention as as a great opportunity for all of yeah. us in podcasting, audio drama, and, uh, novel casting, whatever the hell comes next. So mm -hmm. thank you, guys. Mike, since you got cut off, do you want to meet with uh, Oh, this has been great to be here. Thank you again, Paul, for the invitation. Uh, it's, it's been a real real kick to be able to sit on some of these panels meet some more of these other podcasters like Brian was saying of course meeting folks from HG World that we haven't met yet Em and Amara and Veronica uh, that's always great it just makes this thing a more intimate kind of production which makes it more fun uh, makes it more uh, fulfilling and uh, which is always great to get with you yeah. uh, and uh, see you of course uh, it's great I love these cons Awesome. Cool. Behind the screens. <laughs> this has been Behind the Screams with Brian Lincoln, recorded live at the Marriott Hunt Valley at Balticon 46, Memorial Day weekend 2012. The program was produced and engineered by Michael L. Stokes, with music by Jonathan Colton, used under terms of the Creative Commons license. There's a golden monkey in my pants by the name of Warrington Bubbles, who thinks you do not listen to the credits. If you do, send us a note on our Podbead feed, or chime in at www.goodmorningsurvivors.com. Michael L. Stokes will return in Daddy, with Laura Nicole as the imperiled half-naked college cheerleader, Keith DeCandido as the pornographer with a heart of gold, Lem Ciro Garcia as Lady Macbeth, Rebecca Rhinus as a sombre banana, Carol Stokes as Margaret Thatcher, Veronica Jaguer as the color blue, with Brian Lincoln and Jay Smith as Rosencrantz and Guildenstern on methamphetamines. Good night!